0: Hi, this is Jasmine Sasek from The Birth Zone. I'm a childbirth doula and childbirth educator serving the Chicagoland and Northern Illinois area. I also do offer childbirth classes online, so you can take those from anywhere you're at. You can find out more about me at thebirthzone.com. In most of these podcast episodes up till now, I have given you short meditations and relaxation exercises that you can use for a very mindful positive birth experience. I'm going to continue doing that, but I'm also going to start adding in a few more educational pieces so we can talk about what you can do to really stack the deck in your favor to have a truly positive birth experience and make the choices that are going to align with what your birth goals and wishes are. So, for today, I want to focus on a blog I put up on thebirthzone.com last week. The title of it was, Don't Let People Stick Their Fingers in Your Vagina. And what I really want to talk about is um, routine cervical exams, where your healthcare provider inserts fingers into your birth canal, into your vagina, to feel around at your cervix and get some information about what is happening with your cervix. I think it's important to note that when I'm talking about this, I'm really focusing on routine exams that are not called for for any medical reason. We assume when our healthcare provider wants to do something that there's medical backing for that, and unfortunately, that is not the case in routine cervical exams. They have become a very routine part of our prenatal care, particularly at the end of pregnancy, and yet the data really doesn't support doing it. and there is not much benefit of it and there is risk involved with it so we're really taking on an unnecessary risk with really no reward to come of that so i think it's important for you to be educated and empowered about what your options are of course there are times when it is necessary particularly earlier in your pregnancy when you're provider might need to check that your cervix is doing its job at that time and staying nice and tight and closed to keep your baby in. So it would be important at different times. And one of the best ways to start that discussion is if your provider brings up doing something like this, they'll often call it a cervical exam or a vaginal exam or a cervical check. Um, Sometimes they'll say it as, I'm just going to check you really quick, or I'm going to do a quick stretch and sweep, and before you even know what's happening, they've got you in the gown, you're on the table, and they're saying, okay, scooch down, scooch down, scooch down, (laughs) and your knees are open and you don't know what's happening. So it's important to start asking questions whenever they're getting you into that kind of a vulnerable position and say why are we doing this what is the indication and what are you going to do with the information and that will help you decide what you want to do next because no one ever gets to stick their fingers in your vagina without your very express consent about that so let's chat a little bit about what happens during these cervical exams Your provider inserts their fingers, and they're feeling around at your cervix, and they're feeling for a lot of different things. They're feeling for what position your cervix is in, if it's getting thin, if it's getting ripe, because your cervix throughout uh, your labor period, and particularly the end of your pregnancy, will start ripening imagine like a piece of fruit like a peach it'll go from you know hard to soft and the same thing happens with your cervix it also gets much shorter and thinner and it opens and that's the number we usually focus on is that opening part we hear all the time how many centimeters somebody is how open their um, dilation is for their cervix and it goes from closed at zero centimeters all the way to about 10 centimeters, which is when your baby um, can kind of fit through that cervix and start coming down your birth canal to be born. That's at the very end of labor. The problem is that this can happen in any number of ways throughout the end of your pregnancy and your labor. And what happens with a cervical exam tells us nothing at all about what's going to happen next. It only provides a snapshot of that moment of your cervix so really when you're going into your doctor's office or your midwife's office and you are having that cervical exam no matter what number they tell you it is going to lead to generally some feelings of disappointment those feelings of disappointment take away from your trust in your body and your intuition which is the exact opposite of how we want and need you to feel really confident going into the birth experience. Because when they tell you you're three centimeters, either you're going to be really disappointed immediately because you're going to say, oh, you know, I thought I was going to be further along. You know, I'm worried whether or not my body's actually going to go into labor or you might be excited and say great i'm three centimeters hopefully i'm having my baby in a few days and when a few days pass or a few weeks pass and you still haven't gone into labor you again start to doubt your body so we want to avoid that and it doesn't matter if they tell you three centimeters it doesn't matter if they tell you that your cervix is totally closed it doesn't matter if they tell you you're five or six centimeters None of it tells us what's going to happen next. There are some people who walk around at six or seven centimeters dilated for days or even a week or two before labor begins. And again, if we're waiting for labor to start on its own, which is typically how you're going to have the easiest labor possible for you, then we don't need that information until you're in labor, until you know you're feeling yourself going through labor. You're feeling those surges happening. They're taking away your breath. You're no no longer able to dance and walk and sing and talk through those contractions. That's labor. Everything else is cervical changes happening, getting ready for labor. But you're going to be the one who knows when you are in labor um and it is it is very very common for people to walk around at one two three four centimeters dilated for a long time before they actually go into labor if you do happen to consent to that cervical exam and find out that information please try to remember that it's all good it's all positive Even if that number is zero, it doesn't mean that you're not making any cervical changes. Your cervix still may be softening. It still may be ripening. It still may be thinning. It still may be shifting position. There's so many other things that could be happening. Your uterus may be toning up and you don't even feel it or know it yet. So there's so much that we hang on that one number of dilation when really it's such a broader picture than that. So I just want you to be prepared for that bigger picture issue that does come up. Um, The other problem that can happen with this is sometimes your provider might do a membrane stretch and sweep while they're doing that vaginal exam. Now, if you've consented to a vaginal exam, really, you've only consented to the vaginal exam, just them quickly checking the state of your cervix. They should not do a membrane stretch and sweep without also explaining the risks and benefits of that and obtaining your consent. However, I do see it happen quite often that while the doctor is doing the cervical exam, They kind of poke around a bit and end up stretching out your cervix, sweeping the membranes around it, which is really a separate procedure, and they often do it without getting express separate consent. The problem with this is that it does come with some risks, Um, most notably the risk of infection to you or your baby because you've got fingers in there that are stretching things around. And then the other big risk particularly for that membrane stretch and sweep is a risk of premature rupture of membranes or causing your water to break sometimes that'll happen while the doctor or midwife is actually poking around in there but often it kind of loosens things up and causes your water to break in the next you know 12 to 48 hours afterwards so we don't always put together that that's perhaps what caused your water to break and yet i see it happen all the time And what happens then is typically a very long or slow start to labor that often ends up being augmented with Pitocin because your body really wasn't ready for that water to break yet. And if we had left it alone and nobody had stuck their fingers inside your cervix, it would not have broken yet and then we're kind of on this time clock and this time crunch because once your water breaks there is an increased risk of infection after a day or two so your medical team is going to want to get your labor going and if your body's really not ready to labor yet that's going to be a longer slower harder process so hence we come back full circle to the title of this, which was don't let people stick their fingers in your vagina unless you want them to and have a solid reason. And for me, a solid reason means you get pleasure from this or you're going to get some usable knowledge out of it. So that would be that example of doing it earlier in your pregnancy when there's perhaps some kind of concern of premature labor or premature dilation of your cervix. In that case, that information would be really helpful. We want to know if that is happening. But just doing a routine check at 37, 38, 39, 40 weeks isn't going to give you any information that you're going to use in any way. So the benefits of that really do not outweigh the risks. The only time that I would make Perhaps an exception to that is if you are scheduled for an induction for some reason, um, there is some evidence to support that doing that membrane stretch and sweep prior to an induction can increase the successfulness of the induction. So if you know that you're scheduled for an induction and you wanna increase the chances of that going well, perhaps a membrane stretch and sweep in the days leading up to that induction might make some sense for you. Um, and either way, still no judgment. Like that's my thing. I give you unbiased, uh, judgmental support and education. So if you still want to get the cervical exam for whatever reason, you know, that's your choice. Some people just find it so anxiety provoking to have those conversations with their provider. They'd rather just do what The provider wants to do without having that conversation. Hey, you know, you do you. I want you to be comfortable. Um, Some people really want, just are really curious about this process and what their body's doing. So in that case, do it. Just keep in mind, trying to keep that positive mindset. Try not to let this make you feel defeated. Um, it really does not tell us anything about your body going into labor and the human race has evolved throughout millennia because people do go into labor when their bodies are ready. So it's going to happen for you. And the cervical check has no bearing on telling us anything about that. All right. That's all I have for you today. I would love to hear more from you guys about what kind of topics you do want information about. What do you find helpful? And where are you struggling in your pregnancy and labor planning? Like, what do you need from me? So if you have thoughts on that, you can send me an email at jasmine, that's J-A-S-M-I-N-E at thebirthzone.com. So that's my email, jasmine at thebirthzone.com. Or you can even text me. My number is 847-873-9133. The other thing you can do is just reach out to me through social media. Um, I am at the birth zone on Facebook, Instagram, and I'm kind of proud of myself. I'm now on TikTok. However, it's a little embarrassing. I have like nobody engaging with me there because I, I do not know what I'm doing. Um, So please, if you're on TikTok, find me at the birth zone and come give me a little bit of love there (laughs) so that I don't feel quite so foolish and all alone in the TikTok world. I would really appreciate that. All right. Anyway, that's all I've got for you guys today, but I would love to hear your feedback and your thoughts, and I will get another meditation uploaded for you really soon. Take care.